I want to do it cause it's fun. Fun to do bad things. So I want to do hood stuff with my friend. Hood stuff, hood stuff. Yo, what's up? This is Zach Steffen, goalkeeper for the Columbus Crew. Yo, what's up? This is Aaron from Aaron Hungry. Shout out to Marco with Hustle Cake Productions in Los Angeles. Hey, this is We So. Call me anything but the father. It's neither here nor there, but what is here is us keeping it cooler than a blue bag of Doritos. And you're tuned into Suburban Hood Rap. And you're tuned in to Suburban Hood Rap. You're tuning into Suburban Hood Rap. With AJ Showbuck. My man, AJ Showbuck. AJ Showbuck. Check it out. And we're tuned into AJ Showbuck's Suburban Hood Rap Podcast. Where he might, he might say, say some, some wild things. things. Turn the volume up, people. What's going on? You're tuning in Suburban Hood Rats. I am Young Leg, aka Anthony Chopa. I am here with my producer, as always, T. Perez, aka the People's Homie. And we got a special one for you today. You've heard him, you know the voice. We have a PA representative out on the West Coast, Mr. Hustle Cake himself, Alex DeMarco. What's going on, Alex? You're on that Philly grind, right? I know Philly gets a lot of respect out in L.A. Bro, it's actually kind of weird because Philly, people from Philly do have advantage out here. Growing up in Philly, like, they really teach you to wear your emotions on your sleeve. Honestly, they don't teach you. It's just like a way of life. Whereas out on the West Coast, the culture's a little different. Things are a little bit more passive. And I feel like in business settings and scenarios, having that more aggressive style of communicating that I got growing up outside of Philly um, helps a lot. So yeah, there's for sure a little advantage. Pretty much Pretty much what he's saying is uh, we're from Philly. Don't fuck with us. We out here grinding. <laughs> yeah, tougher skin for sure. Yeah. That's 100. Yeah. So what what have you been doing out there? What are you uh, getting into recently? I know you do a lot of directing, a lot of different music video stuff with Hustle Cake. So what, what's been going on recently? Yeah, it's good. I was just like, alright, that's probably gonna be nice. Dude, right? That's like the straight all star cast. Yeah, right now, they're all killing it. Travis Scott's uh, blowing up again. Like, he's killing it right now. Yeah, but if you ask Nicki Minaj, it's all because of Kylie Jenner. So, you know what? Shout out Kylie Jenner. Killing it. Yeah, right? It's not Travis Scott, it's all Kylie. Backstage before a show, 
and a crew member comes in, he's like, the crowd is ready for you, and the three of them are like, just partying, whatever, they're just like, we don't feel like going out tonight, like, let's send these holograms in our place, right, he's talking like, in reference to like, the Tupac holograms that people yeah, see, yeah. like, um, so they send out the, their holograms for, well, there's a hologram for Kodak, Travis, and Offset, and basically, those holograms end up like, stealing their real life girlfriends, and like, their yacht and everything, and they like, lock the real life Kodak, Travis, and Offset inside of the backstage room, so they get like, really do shit about it, they're just kind of like, watching all of this unfold through their phone. <laughs> wow. Um, so that was like, it's still included the mansions and the cars and, the, and everything, but it's like done with a creative twist. So I'm waiting to hear back from that. Uh, and then I did one for um, Famous Dex, an artist named Lil Baby. Oh, um, Lil Baby. I forgot, I forgot the That's the one with the Drake song that I played with. Like, yeah. Cartier glasses, I won't even peek at you. Yellow Ferrari, like peek at you. Like, that's, he's the man. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> some big names there like you're just stacking up on like uh, the resume right there if you get like little just signed stuff to hang on the walls like you know how restaurants do that with jerseys and stuff start, start getting your signatures up that was just last week hustle cake check them out hustlecake.com Are you telling me you got an agent? Huh? Are you telling me you got an agent now? Like you're, you're like LeBron James official? <laughs> I don't have an agent yet. I do have management and like uh, these production companies represent me on their website and stuff and my work. So it helps them bring in some clients and then I just, I direct through their companies. A lot of times we'll split it. It'll be a co-production between their company and Hustlegate. Mm -hmm. um, so all of these pitches that go out to these big artists, like they have So pretty much, you're just helping all the other companies because they need Hustle Cake. You guys are the plug. You're the real name and the brains behind it. That's what I'm getting from you. The real name and the brains, yep. <laughs> there you go. Let's go. Alright, so that's pretty much what uh, Alex has been getting into. And I mean, over the last week, you heard all those names. So, guys, obviously a busy guy. Glad you get some time with us. Let me, uh, <laughs> let me just share my baby with you, which is YL Thoughts. So what we do is... I'm gonna name some shit. We're gonna see where it takes us. It's pretty basic here. So the first thing I wanna talk about is Six Flags. They're doing like some sort of Halloween promo where if you stay in a coffin for 30 hours, they're gonna give you $300 and a season pass. Now, I don't know if anyone who just, even if it's a minimum wage job, you can just work three shifts 
and you'll have the same amount of money and you won't have to just stay in a coffin for 30 hours straight. I'm not really sure how that would work. Like, you're fasting, you got no bathroom, you can't move. Like, are your legs even going to work the same after 30 hours in a coffin? I feel like psychologically it's going to mess you up a little bit. Is it closed or open? I, I don't know. Why would That's they leave it open? Difference. I've, yeah, they're going to be home. Yeah, if it's closed, that's freaking too many people out. No one's gonna want to do that, really. I feel like these are a lot of just extra little details that are probably in like the fine print that you should check out before you actually do it. But I've heard like a bunch of people say, "Wow, that's awesome! I've always wanted to experience that." Like what? You wanted to lay down in a coffin for thirty hours? You're gonna do that when you're dead? Yeah, that's a lot. That's a really long time. Yeah, like, how, how much do you think you're going to sleep in this coffin that you have to stay in there for 30 hours? Dude, we got to take, like, a pill and just hopefully get right in there and pass out. Yeah, right? Straight up. I mean, in the worst-case scenario, if something does happen, then, you know, you end up, like, getting lost in there and you just... <laughs> yeah, right? Basically, if you die in the coffin, like, as fucking bad as that is, it's kind of convenient for the families because you're yeah, already... Yeah, right? You're like, so I just buy that one? And they're like, yeah, you can yeah. just take it... Exactly. I feel like low-key people are just like, even if something were to happen, it's like, well, you should have seen this coming. You're literally already in the coffin. Like, you should have seen something coming. My question is, is this actually a thing, or do you think this is really creating PR on behalf of Six Flags? Because they're always trying to figure out ways to give people season passes and benefit them in multiple ways to keep people coming back and buying, you know, their $20 hamburgers. Well, I mean, I want to say it's a little bit of both, but it's definitely like 90% PR and 10% like, okay, maybe somebody will actually come and do this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll pass. Well, at first I thought it was like three hours, they said, because once they said only $300, I was like, oh, well, I'll I'll sit in a coffin for three hours for 300 bucks, and then they said 30. I was like, what? Yeah. That's over a day. Fuck fuck that. It's conveniently six hours over a day. It's like, why 30 hours? 30 hours is a stretch. 12 hours is a stretch. Six hours. Your body would start to feel weird just laying there straight up that long. Well, I'm confused why they just skipped 24 hours and just went right to 30. Like, what? Please, just six extra hours for some random reason? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know what you just enough time where they're like, I don't think anyone will do it, so we don't have to worry about it if we do 30. Yeah, they're like, mm, 24, I think people can probably get that. Let's bump it up to 30. Right? Oh, shit. That's hilarious. But no, that was just... I I didn't know if I was... Because after reading online, I thought I was the weird one. Like, I didn't want to hang out in the coffin for 30 hours. Because I saw a bunch of people saying, like, oh, I wouldn't... That's I think, cool. Yeah, most that. people commenting probably are weird. They're just like, yeah, I love it. Most people that are normal don't need a comment. They're like, yeah, no one wants to do this. People commenting like, what do you mean? Everyone wants to do this. Like, no, sorry. Call people out. Yeah, right? Call people out on the comments. Bring the coffin to their house. Yeah, like, here you go. Yeah, just start showing up with coffins. Do it! Get in the coffins. The next thing I wanted to talk about, um, it's this new feminist movement over in Russia. A 20-year-old law student has decided to call the... Call a stop to manspreading. So if you don't know what manspreading is, that's because it's bullshit and made up. But what she said it is, is men on public transportation or just maybe movie theaters, whatever, they're sitting with their legs spread apart because, you know, there's something in between their legs, but they're sitting with 
their legs apart, and apparently it's taking up too much space and it's not fair to women. So what she's doing is anyone she sees doing the man-spreading, she's pouring a liquid of bleach and water just all over their lap and shirt. So she's just walking around on trains and has videos of her just dumping random liquids onto people. That, that, sometimes they're not even like surrounded by other people. They're just sitting by themselves. So it's kind of like, what's the big deal? And the other thing is, is yo, just ask them to move over a little bit. Say, hey, can you uh, make a little bit more space for me? That, it, I mean, just simple words rather than just dumping random liquids on people. Especially these days when you honestly don't know what the fuck is in that. Especially in Russia. You can buy anything over the internet. And probably in Russia, they're on the streets. I don't know. Yeah, they got bears riding unicycles over there. They They got some crazy shit. They got some crazy shit over there. All videos are all Russian or Florida. Yeah, true. Florida and Russia. Loki, the same thing. They're wild as hell. I feel like man spreading issues. I feel like there's a few assholes. It's not physically possible. Like, there's a thing there. Yeah. There's an appendage. It's just... It's very sensitive. Like, you can't just close your leg on it. That's going to be painful for some people. Yeah. Plus, I feel like most of the time, you're not taking up anyone else's room. Like he said, there's not always people around. Why is it a big deal? I I feel like people, you tighten up some, but you still aren't going to be like... Squeezing that hard, we're gonna hurt yourself. I feel like the reverse of this to fight uh, their fight against man spreading is just standing up and just adjusting your shit so that you're able to close it and you just get a nice big image right there. So enjoy yourself. Enjoy this adjustment. Because they get pissed. I mean, what would you guys do hypothetically in a situation where some person was just like, yo, you ever heard of man spreading? I need to see what she like. If she literally just sees them and just goes up and pours on them without saying anything, I'm like, swinging. Super fucked up. I'm one hundred percent swinging. Like I might hit her or at least like push her. And be like what the fuck are you doing? Like that wouldn't make any sense to any guy. They'd be like, what are you doing? Yeah, I feel that. I mean, I, I feel being pushed around is pleased by someone even saying some shit like that. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Plus, it's not helping anything. It's just making it worse. So I don't really see how this is a good idea. Well, my other argument is if, let's say the roles are reversed and the female's sitting with your legs together and you see a random man come up and say, spread your legs and dump water on you, how's that going to go? Is that going to be a lawsuit? Is that going to be like sexual assault then? For sure. Spread your legs, it doesn't even sound good. Yeah. That's what I didn't even... I didn't even know people like noticed the whole... I understand if you're like sitting obnoxiously with the spread, but... Like, there, there's a moderate spread that even some women do. Like, nobody sits with just their legs tight together unless they're straight up packed into, like, an auditorium or something. Yeah, exactly. So is that legitimate, or is this, is this just a movement that's trying to get, like, steam, pick up steam? Oh, it's not legitimate, yeah. It's pretty much, like, it was such a stupid idea. Like, if you look at it online, people are just like, why are you doing this? Like, if you get hit or like if you get abused because of this, like you brought it on yourself. So I don't think it's really a movement. It's just kind of like, wow, look at what they're trying to do now. It's one of those just viral videos because of how stupid it is. Yeah. I, I haven't heard anyone agree with the movement so far. <laughs> I mean, A, it's physically uncomfortable for guys. B, it's socially uncomfortable probably for anyone too. 
do all that to communicate to a person to close their fucking legs. Doesn't even make sense. Like in what situations was is there like is the bus overpack or the or the pews at church like at capacity? Like how many scenarios is there gonna be? But yeah, I don't I don't know about all that. I'm. Moving on, I don't even want to give her as much air time as we're giving her. She doesn't deserve it. That was just a stupid movement. And if somebody ever pours something on me, I'm swinging 100%. Yeah, that's fucked up, bro. I don't think, like, you can't just pour stuff on people. You don't know what they're pouring on you. Yeah. And, like, it's not like when you pour something on somebody, you're either going to get into some type of physical altercation or run away. Therefore, you're never going to be able to communicate with that person. Like, hey, bro. Yeah, you're probably gonna have to straight up go to like poison control or the hospital. Like, I don't know what happened. Someone poured shit all over me. Don't know what it was. It smells funny. Or what if you're wearing a suit and she just pours it like that? Whole thing's ruined. You just pour bleach on someone's shit. Like that's a small minor thing, which is like, damn, I just got this fucking fresh outfit and you just ruined it. You could rock a fresh hairstyle for for a while. Yeah, true. All right, next thing I wanted to talk about. So, this again, I'm on Facebook. I'm chilling. I see a video of uh, a voiceover for Batman, Superman, and uh, The Martian. And Batman's on the table, and it's pretty much just a joke about how Superman and The Martian are talking about how Batman's not a real superhero, and that's why he got knocked out. And they were just pretty much calling him a bitch and whatnot. And when Superman finally said it to Batman's face and like called him out, Batman didn't do anything. He like got all in a huff. I was like, oh, maybe I'm just some rich boy. In a really high ass voice and like ran away. So I wanted to know if you think that Batman's a superhero. Do I think that Batman is a superhero? Um, I think Batman is the most superhero superhero there is. Because he has no powers? What? Because he has no powers? Is that why? Because he has no powers. That kind of makes sense. Yeah, he's like your everyday. saying that if you were to obtain enough wealth, you would become the new Batman. That's what I get out of it. Yeah, I mean, I'll have to practice throwing my batarang. Alright, well, whenever that happens, we're going to have to delete this episode. It'll be the lost episode. So, who is, what would you pick as your animal? Are you sticking with the bat, or are you doing something else? Something fresh, something new? I don't know. You didn't play yeah. out Wow, yeah, so come on, man. What, what is this? This is half-assed. So if you were going to be the new Batman, like you're going to be the new vigilante superhero, are you sticking with the bat or are you going to do a whole new like animal? Like you could be Shark Man or Bird Man or something. Like what, what are you going to do? Oh, shit. I don't know. I feel like I probably would be Shark Man. Like I'm not going to 
go from there. Because it kind of hides your identity, you know? There's like a mystique, like a appealing mystique to that. Yeah, I do like the whole black. Like, see my face and shit. Because like, what if I just get my ass handed to me by a bunch of like villains or something? Then they'll probably take the mask off, take a picture, and say, look at this punk-ass Batman. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't Christian Bale. <laughs> this ain't no Christian Bale. Is this the owner of Hustle Cake? <laughs> oh, shit, dude, I like your video. Dude. Oh, shit, that video was dope. Yeah, sorry we just beat your ass. And you'll be working for them. They'll be like, yo, we need a video done of us beating your ass, so you're going to have to do it for us. Yeah, you're creating yourself more work. Yeah, that's true. I like where your head's at. I like yeah. where your head's at. That was the whole point, really. Yeah, all right, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. All right, so those are all my uh, Young Lake thoughts for you. Okay, good shit. All right, now I'm going to get into some movie topics because we have a director here for once. We got some L.A. blood. Finally got some experience instead of us just bullshitting it. So you know what? Got a, I got a couple of juicy topics for you here, Alex. I'm actually excited to hear a couple of your answers. Alright, so for you, as a director, who do you think the best directors are right now? Like, who are your top three, top five? Top three, top five. Um, shit. Wes Anderson, for sure. Love his movies, love his style, man. Such a unique style that... What movies movies does he do? Like, give us, like, an example when you tell the person, because some of us aren't going to know who you're saying, unfortunately. Okay, so he directed Moonrise Kingdom, uh, uh, The Real Tenenbaums, Fantastic Mr. Fox. He just did that animated movie that takes place in Korea, and I'm blanking on the name. Um, oh, no. Is that the one with Scarlett? What? Is that the one with Scarlett Johansson? Uh, she did some weird anime shit. I don't know if she's in any of his movies. Huh. I'll have to send you some stuff. But um, Christopher Nolan, for sure, he's, he's awesome. I love Dunkirk. He did Dark Knight Rises. Uh, the Dark Knight, no, I'm sorry, he did Dark Well, yeah, he did both. All three, he did the whole trilogy. Uh, yeah, that's a good trilogy, too. Yeah, he killed it. He's yeah, one of probably the best Batman we've ever had. Inception. Um, yeah, and then he did Interstellar, too, right? Yeah. He's fucking killed um, the past ten years, so. His style is so, like, cinematic in an epic way, and his stories are, are really cool and leave you with some type of, I don't know, some, like, thought process after you watch it, right? Like, yeah, it's really pretty deep. deep. Yeah, you're, like, talking about the movie afterwards with your friends. Like, oh, do you really think the waves are that big in space? Well, it's, like, wild to think about and see. He's awesome. Um, third director, shit. I mean, Steven Spielberg is as cliche as that might sound as a director. He's just like, his documentary on Netflix, it's it's incredible. Like, it gives you so much respect for him. But I feel like I relate to him a lot because his big thing growing up was like, he did his own stuff. Um, Even though he hung out with like all the other poppin' directors like George Lucas and all those guys, um, he like really focused on his own style and he's good at doing what he does and selling his movies sell. So they're like commercial but in like the best way possible. I think it's hard to like not watch a Spielberg movie and, and like have a shitty time. Like 
everybody loves a good Spielberg movie. Yeah, he only really makes at least good movies. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. he, he's probably the GOAT as far as directors go. He's got to yeah, be up there in the conversation. Age, he's definitely, like, the best one. Hell yeah. He just Hell consistently yeah. makes hits. He's like Leo. That's why they work so well together. Yeah. That's exactly why, man. He, he, uh, yeah, he's got a huge net worth out here. Oh, yeah. Like, in general. I feel like he runs that shit, honestly. Like, bro, he does, man. He really does. But, I mean, that, that's a tough question. Three top directors. There are so many, man. There are so many. All these young guys coming up, like Damien Chazelle, he did La La Land and Whiplash. Barry uh, Jenkins, uh, he did Moonlight. Uh, these guys are super young. Steve McQueen, he's awesome. Uh, Ryan Coogler, he did Hilltop Station, and then he got the green light to do Black Panther, which is everywhere. Yeah, huge. But all those dudes I just mentioned, they're all super young. Yeah, I feel like the next generation is going to be crazy littered with, like, yeah. great talent. Oh, yeah. Everyone, all the new directors coming up right now, they're all pretty much YouTube taught. Yep. So, where we had to pay for college, it's like, you don't have to go to college for film school, but I definitely think it, it, it helps dramatically. It helps and it hurts, but it helps. What an old man thing to say. Thanks, Dad. Well, if you ever think you might want to, like, try it out, <laughs> curious about it, it's definitely worth it. Because there's just too many technical things to, to keep it, like, in line. Whereas, like, I feel like back in the day, I don't know. It's just, like, hands-on as well as it, as it is theoretical. Gotcha. Here's my biggest problem with uh, your top directors list. You did probably one of the like least suburban hood rat-esque things by not putting yourself on it. That was just a real, uh, honestly, a rookie move. Yeah, I mean... I think you're a fourth, though, right, on that list? Yeah, I, I think the top four that I was going to say myself. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, uh, okay. That's, all right. <laughs> He had to drop. He had to push up Cameron in the third. No, man. I haven't. I said all the top movie directors right now, and I haven't been focused on movies or long form content. It's been all music videos for the last couple of years. So, by doing these music videos, I've continued to be able to establish more of a name and a presence um, in the industry and music industry simultaneously, which I'm really happy that I'm doing because music is awesome, and, and I get a lot, most of my inspiration from music. Uh, so I'm, I'm at that point where we're starting to be able to produce some of our long form content once that happens then hopefully someone else will put me on the top three yeah I know you got a bunch of ideas I remember you talking about them for movies yeah, yeah they're still uh, you know all ready to go um, just just gotta get a couple things aligned here and get to it but it's nice now. If everyone I moved out here six years ago, I was super, super, super lost. Um, that was stressful and scary all at the same time. But um, six years later, and just never giving up and, and only trying to get better with passing months, I was able to amass more contact and, um, you know, just like more comfortability in my city and uh, be able to like maneuver a lot more easier. It's just been happening faster. It's crazy how that works. Like, 
you go every day from now and the six years ago that I moved here, like it was slow as hell in the beginning. Like the day lasted like 40 hours. Now it's like I wake up into work and go to sleep, go to sleep doing work. And I just wake up, like I never leave that atmosphere of working, which is awesome because I was depressed for the first eight months I moved out here never finding work and was like losing my hair and shit and now it's like I, can't, I feel like I can't even escape it <laughs> <laughs> he's true. a new man yeah right yeah. all I'm gonna say is uh, break off some bread for this dude let him make a couple movies Spielberg what are you scared yeah. what's good he doesn't want to lose his spot yeah he doesn't want to lose his number one spot <laughs> yo I got you guys Tom was in my, my first ever attempt at making a yeah, I won the Academy Award for that too. Yeah, he knows. I heard you're up for a Razzie. Is that a red one? <laughs> no, I only know that because of Entourage, and that's what award drama won, I think, twice. So I just assumed it was a bad one. No, uh, the next thing I wanted to ask you was um, who are just like some some of the best collaborations that you either want to see or, like, you have seen between, like, an actor and a director. Like, I, my example to Tom was uh, Cameron and DiCaprio. Just those type of collaborations where you just see, like, two big-ass names and you're like, oh, shit, I need to go see this. Like, pretty much whoever was directing those Wolverine movies and Hugh Jackman, they've got to be killing it. Dude made, like, what, 40 movies? Right? Okay, so, my homie Rawson, his name is Rawson Thurber, uh, Rawson Marshall Thurber, Thurber. he just directed uh, the movie, uh, fuck, why am I thinking on the name right now? Uh, shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He did a movie with The Rock before that called Central Intelligence with oh. Kevin Hart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty fun. Yeah. And then he wrote and did um, Dodgeball at age 25. Wait, he, he wrote, wrote Dodgeball? And directed it. And he directed it. Oh, this is like your boy you just said? Yeah, I was on his flag football team uh, not <laughs> last year, but the year before, but it's like a legit Really Hills flag football team. Wow. I just got to onto it through a mutual friend through some happenstance. And, um, yeah, he was our quarterback. He's just like a super, super generous, very sweet guy. He, like, put the whole show on and everything for, for the, uh, for the flag football team. But, uh, are, are you telling me he brought the rock in and they did a little running back, court, quarterback type of, uh, yeah, they did it though, but at the banquet for this, for this league, um, the Rock was supposed to stop by, or Dwayne was supposed to stop by. He did. And then he uploaded a photo onto his IG, and The Rock, like, commented on it. He was like, man, sorry to make it, guys. I accomplished it. I was like, that's pretty tight. Dude is a huge, hugely influential human being. True, athletically and just acting now. Yeah. Him and Kevin Hart both killing it from uh, Central so, Intelligence. So I would say Rossin and Rock have teamed up on a couple of things and have done very well commercially. 
and just pull it for that relationship because The Rock, I think, was like the most top paid actor like yeah. for a couple of these years. It was last year, I think. Dude, Rawson is killing the game, bro. You can't kill the game anymore than he's currently killing it right now. Like, if you're directing a movie called Skyscraper, starring the highest paid actor in the world, yeah, like, you're getting, like, racky cheese. That's true. Just cheesy money. Now, is there any collaborations that you would like to see that you would just think would be the next Jordan Pippen type uh, co- combination? What's it called? Movies. The mommy movies. Yeah. He's disappeared. Like, he got blackballed, right? For something? I don't really know all this stuff behind it, but those people inspire me because I'm like, damn, you were like a huge impact on me growing up. And, and now you can get them at like a discount rate. Right? Now you're not working for the rest of your life. But that's what you've done is, is something that's like wrong in all ways. I mean, that's its own separate issue, but it'd be nice to, like, work with some of these guys that's kind of been, like, tossed to the side a little bit. So you can get a discount. Is that what you're looking for? You need a what? You need a discount on the rates. So I, so I can get a discount. Yeah, bro. We see you. We see your marketing. Yeah, that's how it works. And you blow them up again, and they love it. There's no actors that I'm like, oh, I would love to work with. I wanted to work with James Gandalf Beanie. Oh, uh, yeah. That would have been cool. But, I don't know. What about, like, Idris, man? Who? Idris Alba? Oh, yeah, he's a beast. I heard he might be bombed. What do you think about that? I'd be sick. That's what I think. Be That's cool. what I said, too, but, uh, there's a lot of angry people out well, there. Well, the other one they're saying is Loki. The guy that plays Loki would be... Uh, he looks, looks like, like such a bitch, bitch, though. Exactly. I'm just like, really? Not Idris? Yeah. I feel like Bond's got to be one handsome motherfucker. Like, that dude's kind of like... He reminds me of a... Uh, what was the guy from um, Monsters, Inc.? The dude that could camouflage? Oh, yeah. That's who he reminds me of. I don't know why. Like, some, like, slippery like that. Some sort of reptile. I like his accent, though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... What about LeBron? What if they were like, Alex, we want you to direct Space Jam 2? I'd be so in. Dude, how hyped would that be? Holy shit. Yeah, you're living your childhood dream pretty much. That'd be awesome. I just like the whole format and medium and style of Space Jam. Like, I like to mix medium liquid animation on top of live action. Yeah. Like, that's cool. That's what I'm like kind of hoping they don't mess up with Space Jam. Yeah, I hope it's not too, like, crazy. I feel like it could only be better just with the technology we have now. When did that come out? Like, 94? Yeah, 95? but I don't want them to do that, bro. I want yeah, them to, like, specifically use the animation styles that they did for the first one, just new cast. Right? Yeah, I don't want it to be just so CGI'd out that it's just like, alright. It's not, dude. It's gonna ruin it. It's gonna be, like, a direct case study and why sometimes the, like, overkill of, like, high-tech animation versus like more nostalgic things from the past 
you know, can, can ultimately, like, break a movie's appeal. But do you think they would be more worried about younger kids liking it so they'd go crazy with the CGI? Possibly. That's what I'm figuring. That's what sucks. If you hear that it sucks, are you still seeing it anyway, though? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe. See, I'm either doing that or I'm going to probably get it illegally. If it sucks, like, if it, like, it rips apart and has, like, less than 10% on Rotten Tomatoes, I'll probably, like, never watch it. Just wait for it to come out on Netflix or something. Facts. I'm just like figuring it can't be that bad. Like, unless they really fuck it up, like it'd be hard to fuck it up that bad where it gets that shitty on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I just, just feel like they're working with everything better. Like the athletes now are like better in front of cameras than they were before because now we have social media and they're just constantly in front of a screen or something that they have to be kind of ready for. So they're kind of ready to act more than like Charles Barkley was and MJ. I mean. The fact that they got that performance out of him, and uh, it was a very, like, normal performance. He didn't do anything, like, ridiculously good acting-wise, but he didn't mess it up. Yeah. But I, I feel like it can only get better. But like you said, if they did too much CGI, I could see why it would get kind of corny. Yeah. But speaking of athletes, I do have two fun things to do real quick. And then uh, I'll let you, uh, let you get on with your busyness. But the first thing I wanted to do, speaking of athletes, your top five fictional athletes from all the movies you can think of, just your top five. And if you just want to hear my top five that I made and then add in some, that would also be acceptable. I don't know how many fictional people you have on the top of your head. I definitely would say Rocky, 100%. Rocky, Oh, Rocky, that was in my top. They're also from Philly, so it's like... Yeah. Shout out to Rocky. We got a statue, not so much we respect Rocky here. <laughs> um, I love the movie Warrior with Tom Hardy, and I forget the other guy's name. Oh, the UFC dudes. Yeah, that's a really good, every dude. time I saw it, I really liked it, I don't know how I like it now, but. That was just like a good story, I think was. Um, Tom Hardy was fucking yoked in that goddamn movie. <laughs> yeah. He looked like a straight-up mutant, dude. He was huge. Yeah. He was knocking people the fuck out, too. That was a great movie. <laughs> yeah, that one for sure. Uh, Vince Papali, bro. Shout-out. Oh, yeah. Philly, we out here. Yeah, if you didn't know, he's an Eagles fan out here. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, shit. Dude, uh, pool running. Yo, it's the 25th anniversary this week. Is it really? Yeah, 25 years ago it was made. Damn, we're getting old. Good. Damn, that movie was awesome. I'd say Mighty Ducks gotta be in there somewhere. Oh, yeah, see, I got Adam Banks on my list. Yeah. And all the homies from the Sandlot. Those would be some of my off the top picks. Alright, Tom, do you have any? You want, you want to hear mine real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Alright, so I got Willie Beeman. Uh, yeah. yeah, you gotta Willie Beeman. Yeah, you gotta Willie Beeman. Uh, <laughs> uh, the next one is uh, Shane Falco. Yeah. Damn, The replacements, bro. bro. That was such a good movie. Love oh, my God. When he greased up his hands for that catch. Yeah. Looked like he jerked off in the or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good movie. Uh, and then 
I had Adam Banks and Rocky also, but you said them. And then the last one is Jesus Shuttlesworth. Yeah. Legend. Ray Ray. That was a great movie too. Denzel was in it. Uh, he got game. Oh yeah. Denzel and Ray Allen. Come on, man. Think of a better duo right there. Tom, you got any honorable mentions? I'm trying to think of any more that I actually like. Like, not, not really. Oh, for all my soccer people out there, Santiago Munez, uh, young Mexican, went to Newcastle to Real Madrid from goal. Savage. But yeah, honestly, other than that, fictional athletes, it, that, that's my top. I had Willie Beam at number one. I like what's one, it though. called, the two linebackers from uh, Remember the Titans, Julius and the other one. That's oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Left side, strong side. They fucking killed it. Superman and Julius. Shift. Yeah, baby the shit. Hold on. I can't remember his name either. And Petey. Petey. Come on, Petey. Petey, you got bench, man. Have some yeah. pride for your team. And he went out there and killed it. Ryan yeah, Gosling is also an bench. absolute liability at cornerback. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah, Look, he had that pretty face out there. Yeah, good thing he was a good looking dude him. and he can make houses. <laughs> Dude, just trying to bring you back to your childhood. We got Space Jam, we got Remember the Titans. Just trying to bring you back. see that that often anymore or they'll go way too heavy with the great message and it won't be as good of a movie but they had the perfect balance great movie great message they had some pretty big hitters in that too yeah they do oh yeah looking years later they had a, a nice little cast right there plus Denzel anything Denzel's a hit anything he's in it's a hit and I, and I always forget the white coach's name but he's honestly a huge fucking actor he always plays like a government like, employee whenever I see a movie with him in it he was in uh, the one Ashford when they blow it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Bruce Willis. Dude. Yeah, Bruce Willis was in that. That time. was a fucking loaded up cast too. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That's a rock. No, that's a rock. But yeah, that I. That bad shit. Bruce Willis was in it, and um, Ben Affleck was in that too. Yeah, what movie was that called? Where they have to blow up. Really, the think it might be called Asteroid. Armageddon. Armageddon, that's it, yeah. That was the one that was just so loaded with so many actors. You're like, damn, dude, you guys are killing it. Yeah, plus the funny looking dude from um, (laughs) the boardwalk or whatever. Yeah, one of the Adam Sandler boys. That's the creepiest looking dude that made so much money, dude. He killed it, that weird face. But yeah, I I just wanted to do top athletes because my next one is just top fictional characters. And what I was trying to go for with the whole top fictional characters thing was just huge movies where, like, the characters made a ridiculous, like, impact on just society and, like, people's childhoods and just maybe styles and that type of stuff. So the top ones I have, and I'm going to have you add on to it, I have the Corleones, so pretty much any of them, just they're in my top. Yoda, Sherlock Holmes, Harry Potter, and John McClane. Of just top fictional, just game changers that just made huge, just box office hits and just the t-shirts, the lunch boxes, they had it all. They've been killing it and they're like still known for just killing it. 
Ooh, and they and they have to be just fictional characters. Yeah, fictional characters. That are still killing it. Yeah. Dude, I would say the entire anything Star Wars related. Yeah, you could have said Vader or Luke. And Marvel's the same thing. They're both fucking huge, which is all under Disney. So I mean, they're never gonna go anywhere. Yeah. yeah, Harry Potter killing it. So it's Star Wars now. They're all getting it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I heard they're working on an Avatar one. Yeah, I think they're working on two of them at the same time, if I'm not mistaken. That sounds like an Avatar thing to do. Aren't they supposed to make like six more fucking movies? Dude, I have no idea. It's been so long since the first one. Oh, uh, no. I feel like James Cameron likes doing that weird shit. I feel like Avatar's, the first Avatar's been out for a while, and it's like been out for so long that people were able to like, you know, make jokes about it, memes, and make fun of it. It's like super bad, like you just have quoted and undone and redone the movie so many times, but when the sequel gets here, are people going to be like turned off to the fact that it just became like pop culture? True. It's not like a continuation of the story. I, I think the first Avatar, if anything was weak about it, I'm tossing Vinny Chase also on my list just because he's the guy. Yeah, true. Dude, Entourage, man. That was a game change. How realistic is that? Do you know? <laughs> is that how it is? So, watching it before I came on here and, and then uh, watching like a couple of episodes like a year or so ago, it's pretty wild how it's, it's kind of accurate. <laughs> Pretty damn accurate, honestly. Like, obviously, a lot of the dramatic stuff is heightened. Yeah. TV, but what they they lied about the heightedness on TV? What? Did they lie about that on TV? Yeah. It wasn't that height. I would shoot. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh yeah, you thought it was real, huh? Yeah, it's, it is real. I don't know what you're talking about. Everything on the TV is real. That's how we think. Of TVs it. aren't allowed to lie. Wow, man, this feels like when my mom told me Santa wasn't real. Yeah, he's real. Oh, my fault. He lives out in Hollywood. Your mom is just a liar. Wow. Wow, I'm going to have to hit her up. Yeah, she's probably listening. Julie, Alex has called you a liar. You have him on Facebook. Feel free to uh, attack him. I see you lying at the show, but Santa Claus is real. I've seen him. Damn. Oh, dude, he lives out there. He's on vacation most of the time in L.A. Yeah, that's where he chills. Because you want to sit in the snow all year just building toys? My man needs at least a week off. He's subcontracting that shit out to the fucking indigenous people. He's shady. Santa Claus. Yeah, is that low-key slavery? Yeah, Santa Claus is shady, man. Yeah, he is fucking shady. (laughs) I mean, in what legal system can a man break into your home? Like, I get that he's putting gifts there, but... Just like the weird afterthought of like, damn, did he like snoop around the house? Like, yeah, you in my underwear drawer? Fucking weirdo? Is <laughs> he fucking weirdo? I like, never you know. Because then anyone could use that excuse. Like, oh, it was just a gift, sir. Oh, well, I was. <laughs> um, it was a gift. Okay? They asked for it. Like, that's shady. You can't just be pulling that as an excuse. Yeah, worst yeah, comes to worst, if you're a robber, just walk in and just keep a bag on you and just wrap up a box. Yo, this is, sorry, I was just giving them a gift. 
If you wear a Santa outfit to do all your robbing, you can't really get in trouble. Yeah. People have been cool with that for hundreds of years. They can't get mad now. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Loophole. We're good. Got him. Great job. Like, there are scenes where they're like, oh, we lost the financing, we lost the film, or this actor dropped, or this director had an issue with this. Like, all that shit is very real and it impacts a lot of people. Um, so, like, all of the scenarios are real. How they go about them is obviously. Oh, it's all really facing reality. Huh. That's cool. I think that's why people love it so much because they can feel the honesty of it. Like, there's not really any situation where, like, no, that doesn't happen. I mean, it's not like 50 Cent pulling up next to you and he's like, yo, man, what's up? Like, it's not like when you're in LA, you're walking around seeing celebrities everywhere. Yes, they are all around you, but they're like mega incognito and oh, yeah. want to be standing out. Like, no human being wants to be walking around with a bunch of people just like, with phones in their faces and just gawking at them, like, that's not... Yeah, especially these days, dude. They're not out like that at all anymore. No. It's way too easy to send someone to do shit for you. Like, it's like, damn, I can really go for Chick-fil-A. Uber Eats. All right, cool. I don't have to see anyone. Number one, no pickle. Yep. Exactly. It's just quicker, more convenient. But overall, you know, it's chill. The vibe out here is really cool. When you do see people, like, everybody respects them. It's just different when you go outside of this city and this industry, or this industry city, to different places, then it's like, people don't ever see quote-unquote celebrities or people they've seen before, or entertainers or whatever, like, all out and about, so the reactions are different. Um, so you can tell the tourists when they come in and they're screaming about like some random actor walking by kind of thing? Yeah, oh yeah, you can tell tourists apart from people that live local, that are locals, that's anywhere. Yeah, true. Any true. outsider comes in, you're like, where are you from? But, um... Outsider! <laughs> they make uh, a huge business off of it, I mean... Tourists come out here in droves, and you go to Hollywood Boulevard, which is like the tourist trap of the city, and they hand out like pamphlets to take tour rides, and then you can take a tour ride, and they're like driving past like houses in the hills, and be like, that's where, you know, Keanu Reeves lives, and like everyone's like, oh, just like taking pictures of the outside of these people's houses. Yeah. Uh -huh. I heard some of that's fake, though. Like, some of the houses aren't actually those people's houses, and they're just like lying. Yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> they have no way of knowing if Keanu Reeves lives there. Like, they don't know what Keanu. These tour guys don't have any idea. Well, what would be even funnier is if you saw some dude like mowing the lawn. It's like, um, that's not Keanu. Oh, that's just <laughs> the guy. Yeah, he pays in the middle of the lawn. Kind of looks like Keanu Reeves. I would have a sign outside. They'd be like, "Yo, this is my house. Don't try and fucking sell it to someone else. This is my shit." Keanu. That'd be even better if his name was Keanu. And they were just like, yeah, Keanu lives here. Oh, Reeves? Yeah, sure, sure. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's when you just mumble the last name. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Oh, Keanu Reeves? Sure. That would be so annoying if it's not him. And he's just like, yeah, why are these people always taking a picture of my house? You're like creepy. 
Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Have you been uh, chased down by the paparazzi yet, Alex? I know directors don't really get as much love as uh, the people on screen, but you, you got a little follow. I'm not on that level. Oh, so you can you can walk into In-N-Out Burger and get your own food still? crazy stories that's happened or are you uh, still uh, you're still betting a hundred This isn't Husky Wiz, that was Skinny Wiz, so this isn't the yeah, Jack Wiz. Yeah, Wiz is a very big person, Skinny or Husky, like, he, he's a tall ass dude. Oh yeah, he's tall as shit looking. Is he any good at ball? Uh, 
I've never seen him play. He was skating when I was shooting with him. All right, so he's the only person who's ever t- took time to like teach me how to fucking properly ride a skateboard. I'm just gonna yeah, assume he's trash at ball though. But I suck at skateboarding. Yeah, fuck skateboarding. Fuck around. You still surfing? What? Still surfing? No, I haven't been in a while. But um, shit's fucking rough. Next time, next time you guys come out, we'll definitely catch some waves. It's just really nice. Like, it's a lot easier than you think it is if you haven't done it. But the paddling part fucks you up. Like, it's, it's a workout, like, in a huge way. I feel like you need long arms for this situation, and I'm just going to be struggling. I'm going to be kicking my ass. Dude, it's up. not even about that. It's purely form. Because once you're out there, you're going to see, like, kids younger than you. You're going to see, like, girls, like, moms, like, old men. Like, it's pretty trippy. Like, once you get into, like, the vibe, basically, once you catch your first wave, and you just stand up for even, like, three seconds. It'll just hit you. It'll bite you like a bug. You're like, guys, this is sick as shit. Because that's unlike anything else you can do. Like, you fall off a board anyway, you're falling into water. You know, it's like, it's not snowboarding or skateboarding. You're not going to get fucked up. Um, It's just the paddling out stuff that, like, can wear you down if the wave, if there's, like, tons of waves or you're not doing it right. But once you're out there, you just sit on your board and, like, wait for the one that you want. People just bullshit. Yeah, that was the best part, was just sitting out there, like, chilling. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, that's all I have for you, Alex. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for uh, coming in, doing your thing in the studio. We in the studio. Hey, thank you, bro. Thank you, guys. Make sure you check him out at hustlecake.com, though. Alex, any other plugs you want to do? Dude, no plugs. Plug in the homies, you know, Suburban Hoodette. Shout out. Excited to see you guys grow, man. Yeah, well, you're selling the intro. I always got people trying to get interviewed, so if you're looking for people or types of people to interview, let me know. Oh, definitely. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us once again. This is Suburban Hoodrats. We out. Hey, This has been Suburban Hoodrats. I am Young Leg. Thank you for listening. Make sure you check us out on Twitter at HoodRatTings. And make sure you check us out on Instagram at VYL Productions. Shout out to all my people. Check out our financial healer, Clarity Finances. Follow her at Strategic Tithing. And check out her website, ClarityFinances.com. Ever need help finding more money for your business? She is your girl. Check out Alex DeMarco on Hustle Cake Productions out in L.A. At Hustle Cake on all social media. Check out their website, HustleCake.com. Shout out my man Aaron out in Boston with the food blog. Doing all his food critiquing. At Aaron underscore hunger on Instagram and Twitter. And check out my man Zach Steph. Another U.S. Men's National Team call up. We'll see you in Tampa against Columbia, Zach. Follow him at Zach Steph underscore 23. And as always, stay wavy. First off, baby, I'm too wavy for all this bullshit Got you bring me in, I done denied you way before this But, girl, I was back and now you're gorgeous, oh, no.